0: Hello and welcome to Weirdos in the Wild with our co hosts AJ Oxley, Paranormal Investigator with Beyond This Life Paranormal and
1: Multi-Generational Paranormal Enthusiast, and Lynn Tencher, Beyond This Life Paranormal Investigator, Reiki Master, Published Author, and Near-Death Experiencer.
2: Travel with them, a couple of everyday weirdos on a wild ride to all things paranormal and metaphysical.
1: Coming up on Weirdos in the Wild, Beyond This Life Paranormal discusses their investigations of Ohio State Reformatory, Fairfield County Infirmary, and a private residence. Listen closely to the discussion on the morgue at Fairfield County. There's two possible EPPs caught while we're recording this episode. Let us know what you think.
0: Hydra Publications is your one stop for the best in genre fiction. Secrets and Blood is a debut horror novel from Dewey Hensley. Evangeline Grace, the sheriff in a small town, Eastern Kentucky Coal Mining County, longs to start a new life in another place. However, present and past evils conspire to jeopardize her plans and end the lives of those she loves, including her brother Sheldon, whom she promised to protect. Drugs, feuds, and her beliefs stand in the way of identifying a notorious Highlander in time to live her dream. However, menace reaches for Madison County's past.
1: you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of Energetic Healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help you in your healing process. To learn more about Energetic Healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit.
2: Hey everyone, welcome back to our latest episode of Weirdos in the Wild. I'm AJ. And I'm Lynn. Tonight, we have two more members of our ghost hunting group, Beyond This Life with us, Missy. And Ghost Bait. (laughs) Also
1: known as Haley.
2: (laughs) Also known as Haley. Tonight, the girls have been doing some stuff without me. I know, it's very sad. Sorry, AJ. Very sad. But, on the other hand, just like all of you, I get to hear all, all about it first time today. I have intentionally not asked any questions and not let them tell me anything so we can do this together tonight. So we're going to talk about three different places they've been, and um, we're just going to talk about some of the experiences they had. As always, please remember, if you have an experience and you would like to share it with us, please reach out to us. You might be on our podcast. So uh, we would ask you to go to weirdosinthewild.com, email us. Um, Also, we are also still gathering questions as we have a upcoming episode where we're going to do Q&A. We've got a lot of good questions. Y'all have stumped us a little bit, too, with a few of them, <laughs> um, but all four of us, I think, are going to be on that one again so we yep. can talk about um, our ghost hunting and what we do and how we do it. So, first of all, let's talk about the first place y'all went, which was...
1: Ohio State Reformatory. That's
2: right. This is not the first time that Missy's been there. Or so, Haley. Or Haley. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know that they both had experiences there, not just this time they were there, but in the past. So, Missy, why don't you just tell us about it, just for the folks that do not know what... They're going to know it when you tell them about it, but tell them if they don't know what it is. All right.
3: So, the best thing about Ohio State Reformatory, or Penitentiary, is that it is the place where Shawshank was filmed. So you can go there, and there's a museum of different things that are in the movie, the tunnel, uh, some of uh, Red's, like Red's outfit, Brooks's room is in there. So it's really cool to go, to go in there and see that as well as the prison.
4: Yeah, it has a lot of artifacts from where the prison was actually there too,
1: and electric chair and all kinds of things that are there. It's pretty neat. Yeah, I just remember seeing the floor when we walked into the, the little lobby area and I'm like, I remember seeing this in right. the movie. And it's original lot. to the building yeah too, which is so, great. But yeah. you don't normally see that in old buildings like that. No. Yeah. And it's an amazing building. It's like a castle on the outside. Of course you know the inside looks a little more like a prison like it should. Where the cells are, you're like six is six stories tall and you're way up walking on metal that you can see like down scalpeding. through over six yeah. yeah. I remember closing my eyes, going, don't look down, don't look down, don't look down. Just yes. crossing the, the path to get down the, along the front of the cells. So. Well, we took
4: that it's picture. Building. Yeah, we took that picture of the three of us sitting there, or standing there by it. You could see all the floors and just how open and tall that place is, with mm. the three of us. We look like little ants in that place.
1: Yeah, Jeez. it's pretty amazing. But when we were there, Parasycon was going on, so we were there with, thousands maybe of other people. It was a pretty incredible event. Um, Got to meet a lot of stars in the paranormal field. Um, But we did have a couple of experiences while we were there during Parasycon. In the middle of all those people, as well as Haley and Missy had several experiences when they were there investigating before.
4: Right, Uh, I remember walking through, I think we were going through the um, Solitary confinement area. and I'm walking through and I'm talking to, to you, Lynn. And so I felt like somebody came and just thumped me right on the forehead. And I turned around. And I was like, Did I hit something? Did, did somebody do it? But it was full on. Like somebody just hit me right in the
1: center of my eye. Like, yeah, crazy. And about that time is when I felt something go between me and her because I was right behind Haley. Yeah. And something just brushed right in front of me. So I guess it smacked you on the head and went on. And yeah. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be in solitary confinement or you really need to go into one of those
4: rooms. Like, let me get the straight check. Right. You belong here. Crazy redhead.
3: It was Andy. Oh. <laughs> so I had a personal experience in that same area, the solitaire. Um, it was last year I had gone with John, who is the founder of Beyond This Life. And we went to the Paracon at that time and we were walking through and I literally felt that there was something behind me and John had turned around and looked and he's like, there's nothing there. And so when we got out of that area, I could feel something on my back. And I was like, John, I think I have an attachment. It's on my back. So we had to go to a little area off from, you know, a lot of, a lot of people there because it's a paracon and we walked down a little hall and he was able to get whatever it was attached to my back, but I knew exactly where it was on the right side of my shoulder blade. And I was like, okay, this is where it's at. And once, you know, he was able to get it off and we continued on our day, but yeah, there's definitely lots of stuff there.
4: Yeah, I can remember us walking through during our investigation and walking towards the end of one of the cell blocks and we walked past and we hear something fall from being thrown or falling one right in front of us, and there's this little bitty stone, and it almost hit, I think me and John, mm-hmm. and we went back and it was sitting right there on the floor, and like, no way that that just got thrown at us, but it sure did,
1: we can't can't explain that at all. Yeah. And even for those that don't know, there's also a big museum of the prison itself, not just the Shawshank part, they have different areas that have different displays, And in one of the rooms there, they had prison doors. I think three of them kind of standing together or something as a display of what the prison doors were. And you'd step up into the room. It was like three or four steps up there. Um, When we got close to the room, this man and his daughter were coming out of it. And he was saying, man, there's something in there. There's something in there. My daughter was talking about this cold spot and something made me deathly sick and dizzy. And and he said, we had to get out of there. Well, of course, you know, us being who we are, we ran right up in there. <laughs> and <laughs> something hit me like the second we got in the room and made me very, very dizzy. I didn't feel sick or anything, but I felt very, very dizzy. And I'm like, okay, there was something to that. Right. Because I experienced the same thing that he did. And the second I stepped out of the room, it was gone. There's stuff that even goes on during that. During you know, active active times of the prison when people are there.
4: It's not just when nobody's there. I mean, right? The place is active, haunted, and you know, paranormal activity is there. It's not going to matter if there's people there or not. If it's residual, it's going to still be there. If it's intelligent, it's still going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, it just doesn't go
1: away because there's thousands of people there. It's still there. Yeah. And it, just, it amazed me that we went, when we went up to the top floor, um, what was up there? It was a, uh, then it used to be a church? A church, yeah. Um, so it's a big open spot with a lot of seating that you're in the top of this building that has no heat or air. And it was cold very cold and that was just pretty incredible because that should have been like the hottest part of the building even though it was cool that day it was the coldest part of the building i think
4: it's still one of my favorite parts of the building from when you investigated and i sang and they said because it's smack dab in the middle of the cell blocks uh uh-huh. so when you sang that you could hear down both cell blocks just amazing grace going through and everybody's like where's that music coming from and it's coming from the chapel because uh-huh. the acoustics are so great in there because of how tall it is. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I love it. It's my favorite part of the whole building.
1: Yeah. But it's really cool because you, you really feel like you're walking into a castle. Yeah, and there's it's turrets definitely and
4: hidden and, coves in yeah. there. You never know what's going to happen.
1: Haley, being ghost bait that she is, went into one of the turrets. and I did. Pete <laughs> <laughs> scared some guy mm. when she came out. <laughs> It was, it was a fun trip. It was a fun day. We we had a lot of fun going up and back, singing at the top of our lungs in the car. Um, missing GPS marks. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I kind of passed off a couple of exits I should have gotten off. Of. <laughs> but we got there. We did get there. We didn't add know. too much time. Yeah. It's
2: not a ghost hunt unless you get lost on the way. That yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely.
1: We, we have a good time. It's part of the reason why we, I think, enjoy hunting together. It's because we all get along so well and enjoy being together. Yeah.
2: So did you have anything else happen at the reformatory
1: i don't think so not when i went yeah i don't think
4: well, the night that we went it wasn't wasn't really active that night but i mean we had some experiences but they weren't crazy off wall things no. john
3: john was in the well
4: i mean yeah solitary, solitary confinement. Uh, right?
3: he was in a cell and was actually channeling some someone he would say some stuff and then when we went to another part of the, of the building Haley went under the est- the, est- oh, the estes method yeah and ended up channeling the same guy yeah and we were we were getting
4: that he did some pretty horrendous crime and he was pretty much hanging out in solitary confinement for his life pretty much is what we were getting from that
1: oh, Wow yeah that's cool yeah Estes method is such a cool thing.
3: They've also were, you know, when you go there, they also give you a tour before you start to investigate. And they were telling us how they, you know, people have seen like black shadow, like, like, almost like an animal looking kind of shadow. So they're not sure if it's a dog or if it's, you know, something else that's crawling on all fours. Dog
4: man. Or um, walking (laughs) through solitary and being attacked by bats.
3: That, that will happen.
4: That happens a lot to we me. We need to rename you Bat Baby. Yeah, Bat Baby instead. <laughs> that's the scariest thing that's ever happened to me is the bats. <laughs> Let's see. Ohio State, Ross 101, Fairfield County Infirmary. <laughs> Where else can we go? We just need to have a little thing on me so you guys can see how many times I get attacked by bats. <laughs> yeah.
1: If, if that's the worst thing that ever happens, we're, we're doing good. Okay. I'm fine with it as long as they don't touch me we're fine no guano
2: no you don't know all right so then you all you went and investigated at what was next the
1: Fairfield County infirmary
2: Infirmary. Haley why don't you tell us about this place first off kind of if for the folks that do do not know much about it me being one
4: so it's in Lancaster Ohio and it was used kind of as like a mental infirmary and that people could just bring their wives there and say that, Oh, they're crazy. I'm just going to drop them off and sign them in for no reason. Um, people who were mentally ill were there by like medical standards they were there. Um, you know, it was pretty, it was used quite often. A lot of the things that go on there is, They had a fire there at one point, and they say that they get some activity from a lady who died in a fire there. There was a men's side and a women's side, and one side's particularly more active than the other, and they said that's usually the women's side is more active. There, it used to be a funeral parlor, so there is a funeral parlor in there. There's a morgue in there. There was a physician's office there. Um, Mm -hmm. There's actually some school buses there that were used in the American Horror Story, and I think that's maybe the, third season with the circus that was used. Yep. Um, so that there is kind of like Waverly, there is a mass grave there, it's unmarked. So there's quite a bit of history going on there.
1: Yeah, we have some pictures of the the school buses if you're interested. They're creepy as they can be. Yes. Um, we put those up on the Facebook page uh, for Weirdos in the Wild, and you can put, move those over to be on this slide as well, I think.
4: Yeah. Which we, um, there might be some from where we investigated it before, too. Yeah, was we investigated it last
2: year at some point too. I saw some of the pictures. It looked like it was huge. Like the place yeah, was huge. Lots of buildings. The grounds looked like there was a lot of uh, a lot of ground there mm-hmm. to cover as well. Um, I saw the pictures of the of those buses. They are creepy. Looked yeah. creepy. <laughs> um, I think I would have spent some time in the buses to see what I could have found,
4: But uh, see, I wanted to get in the bathtub.
2: Was there a bath? There was.
4: There's small foot bathtubs in there. And I wanted to lay in it. The only reason why I didn't,
1: it was dirty, is I'll get out. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I want to be in this tub. I want to take that tub home. <laughs> <as> i <do>. <laughs> It's <laughs> wonderful.
3: There's also staircases that lead nowhere with walls.
1: Absolutely mm-hmm. nowhere. Yes. It's and like, a... what would they wall off there, you know?
4: Yeah, well, why? Uh-huh. <laughs> you would walk up the stairs and like, oh, I'm going to go left. Okay, that's blocked. I guess I'm going right. You know, it's.
2: It like make the any Winchester sense. Mansion thing. Kind of. Was? You
4: would feel like if you weren't having some kind of mental illness, if you're walking through there, you would definitely feel like you did. Because you're like, I know there was a staircase there. Why is there a wall there? Why? Huh. That's
2: and weird, too. I mean,
4: we
1: were there from, what, five in the afternoon till two in the morning? Two and and three. we didn't investigate a quarter of the place. Not even a quarter. Mm hmm.
2: So were you guys on the guy's side or the girl's side or both?
1: Kind of men? both. Both, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, so obviously they kept the, the people that were there as patients separated, Yeah. men and women.
1: Yes. And um, they had a window between them so they could see and, oh, and the and bathroom. Bathroom. in the so bathroom. Oh, the bathroom.
2: So was it the same, it was in the same building?
4: Yes. Oh, I was kind of. In my
2: head, I had two different buildings.
4: No, two different hallways. It's two
1: different hallways. So,
3: one hallway is men, the other hallway is the women.
1: Right, a little courtyard thing, like in in between. Right, but the bathrooms. Well, the bathrooms,
4: though, they go through, and there's a window in the middle that meets the window to the other one. So, you have a men's bathroom and a women's bathroom, but the windows are looking at each other. So, you can see into the bathrooms. Yeah,
2: that's not strange.
4: It was
2: (laughs) well. You're taking care of your business, wave. Hey! Hey.
1: (laughs) Uh, At least you couldn't see directly into the toilet, (laughs) right? But you could see into the bathroom. Yeah. When broad daylight, though, it's like the right when we got there, we'd set up all of our equipment um, in this one little room. We made base camp kind of. We were investigating with uh, another team as well, so there was quite a few of us there. But we had everything set up in one little area. And me being me, wants to investigate. Like immediately, the second I walk through the door, so I take off and I go down this hall all by myself.
2: For all of you, this is normal for Lynn. As yeah. soon as she gets in a place, she's just like, "Let's go, let's go, let's I gotta go, 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 go."
1: Yeah.
2: And it's because I know what she's going to tell you because she's had an experience. Because when I am with her, this is when it happens all the time. We walk in and she's like, "Let's go," and then we have an experience
1: right off the bat. Almost, you know within the first minute or two. Yep. So I was walking down, it was on the main floor and I just went out in the hall and walked down the hall and I'd take two steps and I'd hear two steps behind me. Then I would take two more steps and I'd hear two steps behind me all the way down the hall. And I'd turn around, of course you can't, there's nothing there. Right. But I could feel it and I heard it go all the way down I was completely by myself. And I turned around and came back and it didn't follow me back, but it followed me all the way down the hall. And I, Put some pictures of that hallway up as well um, it's a long hall, long wide hallway it's the one with all the mirrors for some reason they set mirrors down the, <laughs> the length of the hallway um, so right off the bat we had that yeah and then like going back to that later on i went through
4: with you guys downstairs through the funeral parlor and i kept telling, telling you i feel like there's somebody stopping behind us and mm-hmm. i didn't know that you even had that experience until after this is I, said, I feel like somebody is walking behind us and they're stopping when we stop. And I said, I almost feel like it's some lady from Victorian era and she's in this long dress and she's her dress is swishing from side to side and when we stop, she stops. She mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's any harm, she's just curious why we're here. She's yeah. just walking through with us. So we, yeah. we said that and we go upstairs and there is somebody who is a psychic medium there and we're telling the experience and he goes, you said Victorian lady in a long dress, right? Yeah, absolutely, that's what I got. He said I picked that up 2 weeks ago when I was here. Mm-hmm. We've had multiple people claim that they have felt this lady here in the past month or so and she has not been here until recently. So that was a new experience from the last time we went till now, but she does kind of like the following around. Mm-hmm. Just curious to what you're doing.
3: Didn't we get that some something had been brought in recently?
4: I got that, I got that something had been brought in recently mm-hmm. and I felt that it she came with whatever that object is, and she's just kind of roaming because she doesn't leave that foyer area downstairs. She doesn't go to the morgue area or the reception, visitation's office, anything. She just stays in that funeral parlour area mm-hmm. and the foyer in the front room. That's where she stays.
2: So Lynn heard the footsteps. Did you hear footsteps mm-hmm. with her or not?
4: I, I wasn't with her during the footsteps. Okay, so thing. when
2: you heard her or when you felt her, did you
4: I just hear kinda, anything? No, I okay. felt it. On the spiritual side, I guess you would put that. So you think they brought in a yes, (laughs) yes.
2: So they think that they brought some sort of object in, and she's attached to that object. Yes, yeah. Did they tell you what it was, Missy?
4: They did not. They
1: did not. That'd be interesting
2: to find out if it's okay if it's right there, like in that morgue, that that object's there and she's right there attached to it.
1: Right. There was I don't know how long it had been there, but there was a Victorian looking wedding dress. Just outside the board. Right. And they have a picture
4: of a woman who was in that dress, in that particular dress there. But we're not quite sure if it that's the lady that's doing that or not. But I do not remember that dress being there the last time we
3: were there. I was going to say, I will, I will say that when we were there last year, there, there wasn't as much stuff in it as there is now. Right. So they continuously bring stuff in. So
1: depending on where they get it, it could bring something with it. Yep. There was also a time that um, I had gone into the bathroom, which was right at the foyer, and was washing my hands, and something came right up, was right in my left ear, said, Judy. Okay, who's Judy? So I, I walk out and talk to the, uh, the other medium that was there, because I think he's there quite a lot, pretty much every weekend. And I asked him, I said, is there a Judy associated with this place? And he says, no, not that I know of. So that set me on a quest afterwards when we got done trying to find out who Judy is. And I found out that the daughter and granddaughter of the two superintendent curators or whatever of the asylum, her name was Judy. And she used to hang out there all the time. She was a blonde and she got to know all the residents, you know, played with and and all that. She pretty much grew up in the hallways. So I almost felt like maybe because I'm blonde... That whoever it was might have been asking if I was Judy. Yeah. Or at least saying, Where is Judy? or something. There was something like they missed Judy. So now I kinda wanna get in touch with Judy and say, Hey, right. Maybe you want to visit because somebody there misses you. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean it's plain as day in my ear, Judy. <laughs> there was also another name that came up was Ruth. Yeah. And
3: that was written on a wall someone had found. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty
4: recent. That was just earlier this week that somebody found that. I yeah, know um, the last time we were there, when it was me, Melissa, and John, and a few other people, um, had just started learning how to do the Estes method, and didn't think I was pretty good at it, anything, so we're sitting in the funeral parlor, and Missy's going to have to kind of help me out with this, because when I do the Estes method, and it gets real deep like this, I don't remember a lot of the things that are said, but from what they had told me was I was sitting there with the Estes method and I can't see, I can't hear what you're saying, nothing like that. I start seeing that books window and they start looking around the room and they find books on a windowsill and um, it says, I wrote in it. So they're going through and they're like, which book? So they're sliding their fingers across the books and I keep saying, no, not that one, not that one, that one. I wrote in it. And when they opened up the book, this is live on POV's thing on TikTok too at the same time, which is great. Um, they opened up the book and sure enough, there's a handwritten letter in there that says Merry Christmas in a woman's handwriting. And they had some other experiences in there, but that was the most prominent piece of evidence I think I have ever seen in my life because clearly something is able to interact with people. Mm-hmm. And going back to that, that same night, we had one of the investigators that were with us this past time, kind of had a female spirit come through and interact through him. So that's kind of neat. That I don't know if it's the same woman
1: or not. Yeah, and if you want to see those books, I actually, not knowing this, had taken a picture of them from outside, oh, in the windowsill. So that's on in the all the pictures that I uploaded on the Weirdos site as well. Um, you see that. You know the page side, not the right. not the spine side. Yeah, but I just thought it was a cool picture, so I took a picture of that.
4: Yeah, that was, that was a really cool experience.
1: Yeah, and that, that funeral parlor. I think we went through it twice. The first time we went through it, I was fine. The second time we went through it, I got deathly sick. Yeah, you started coughing and. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. breathe. Felt like my chest was on fire. I sat out. We couldn't
3: stay. We had
1: to walk yeah. out. I sat right. down, and Missy said, "You need to get out of here." And I said, "Yeah." So we got it. We got out of there. It was, and the second I got out of there, I was fine. Yeah.
2: So Were you affected too, Missy? No, no.
1: I wasn't at that time, no. Okay. But after we left
3: the that area, we went back towards the morgue, and that's when Ghostbait <laughs> <laughs> was. Uh, gonna go into the morgue area. <laughs> now, Lynn and I stayed out in the hallway only because leading into the morgue, the wood is very not safe. was so gonna fall yeah, through the floor. Yeah, it really like it's really loose. It's real it, loose, yeah. and we didn't want to walk in and anything happen. So we stayed back and let her, you know, kind be able jump to in. jump in there. <laughs> so, as but as we're out in the hallway, we were out there for about 10, 15 minutes, and then it got to be a little, like, we felt like things were just coming up on us. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you ready to go? Because I'm ready to go. Let's go upstairs. <laughs> so we then went upstairs.
1: Yeah, it was um, getting very
3: crowded. It was very, like, just heavy. Yeah. <clears throat> very heavy. You felt like there was just, almost just like everybody just started coming out towards us, wanting to see what we're doing. and
4: Just leave me in the more. Yeah, that's nice.
1: You had the other guy in there. Like like you weren't, we alone. Were... We weren't, <laughs> alone. We weren't alone. You were alone. We had... You had the other medium with you. I did. <laughs> Since we don't have permission, we won't mention him. But
4: <laughs> no, <laughs> I guess you know we always have funny things that happen. You know, <laughs> Bruce, me and me and him were sitting in the morgue. We had just finished our live for Beyond This Life. Turned off the lights. It's so dark in there. And I showed it on the live where how dark it was. We couldn't see each other. So we're just talking, all of a sudden we hear this god-awful noise. It feels like the walls are pacing in on us, and we start screaming because we thought we were, the walls were coming in on us, we start screaming because we're touching each other, and all it was was somebody flushed the toilet. So, <laughs> <laughs> so just know some things aren't paranormal, but... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they sure scared me really bad.
1: And we're like on the other side of the building on a different floor and we can hear them screaming. Oh my
4: gosh. We were scaring each other so much more because we were reaching for each other. We were like, somebody's
1: touching me. Yeah, like, I'm in the room with you. They were like, we felt like all these bats were coming in. <laughs> oh, out. it was horrible. It was hilarious. It, when you're putting yourself in a scary situation where you're a little nervous anyway. Anxiety through me. the room. It doesn't take much to, no. to frighten you sometimes. But in case you want to know, what does the morgue look like?
3: Whatever you're imagining is what it looks like.
1: Yeah. And there was something oozing out of the bottom that I think we figured out it was... It's uh, oil. oil. The most
4: scary thing is there's a hacksaw in the morgue area just sitting there.
2: I guess the table, the whole bit. uh, Oh, yes. The drains. Yes. 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 Oh, yeah.
1: So They figured out it was oil, but it did look like blood coming out. It looked like blood. It was like red. Like, dried blood-looking residue.
3: So there's another area
1: that I didn't
3: go to last year, but this year I did. Uh, On the second floor, at the very end of the men's uh, wing, there is a gel cell. And so last year, when Haley and John and I went, there was another uh, team that was there, and they actually put on... Straight jackets crazy and went in there by themselves with a straight jacket in this little area. I I, I don't know that was the
2: POV guys, wasn't
1: that
3: it?
2: was the POV guys, yeah. Follow yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
1: So little... yeah. them too, they're, they're I guys. Too. You're
2: listening, <laughs>
1: no. we love you guys. <laughs> right. Yep, we do. <laughs> so, this time I did go in
3: I there. saw
2: I, the thing is, I saw the video, yeah. I saw it on their website, that's why I knew it was them. You know,
3: it. Was POV. <laughs> you know?
2: So what happened
3: though? So I did go into this little area, the jail room this time in the daylight, of course. (laughs) Um, so we walk in and there's one wall just has this stuff coming down. It It looks like blood coming down it. Um, we don't know exactly what it is, but then there's also this table in the middle of the room where people, I guess, are leaving offerings, Mm -hmm. money, gifts, just gifts of whatever sorts. Yeah. Well, I happened to notice this one picture, and it was dated the day before we were there, and I was like, "Okay, that's just weird." Who leaves a picture of themselves, like a portrait, like a Polaroid? Yeah, yeah, Polaroid, of themselves. Like it's kind of creepy. So we said something to the uh, medium that was with us uh, because he was there the night before, and see if he knew who this person was. And he kind of remembered, but when they went back in that room to see that picture, it was moved.
4: Yeah, me and him, we saw it was on the opposite side of the table, and it was sitting in the center when we left. Nobody touched it, because we don't touch offerings. That's not ours. We don't touch that. You know, we're not going to disturb it. But it was on the opposite side of the table, face down. Face down. So... And that was a little odd to me that there was an object moved. Now, we're not 100% sure that somebody didn't move it. Yeah, because there were a few of us in there. Right, but it did get moved and the people we did ask said they did not touch anything
3: there.
2: Well, that is kind of odd. It's kind of odd that you take a picture of yourself. Of <laughs> <laughs> I'm right, not you know, saying. I'm just We don't
1: know if they was they were offering themselves or it was just a reminder for, hey, we were here. Right. So I don't know, but it was kind of an interesting thing. There was more than one picture, but it, that one really caught our eye because it was like laying in a seashell. Yeah. And I do have a picture of that when it was right. in the seashell. We do have it where it was sitting there. Mm-hmm.
3: Haley and John and I went. We went into the toy room, which is on the second floor. And we were there pretty much when we first got there. Yeah, we hadn't been there for now, maybe ten when, minutes. When we had gone this time, we got there. It's in the middle of the winter, so it was cold. This place is not heated, so we're bundled up. But we got there with it being in winter, it's dark real early. So there was no going through this building in the daylight. So we got there in the dark, and that's pretty much how our evening started. But we started in the toy room, and we actually got a lot of activity in that room. We were getting knocking noises and answering our questions with a knock.
1: I just remembered one of the other persons well, two different people that were with us and, and just remembered another experience too. We had quite a bit, but, um, one of them saw their first full body apparition and they saw two of them. Oh,
4: it was me. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I've never seen a full bodied
4: apparition in my life before. Um, was which She gets to check that one off. I now. do get yeah. to check this one off. Um, I was sitting there with. The other medium, because we both kind of just felt like we needed to be together investigating. Which maybe his vibe, my vibe, we didn't know. So he takes me in this room and just asks me what I'm feeling. And we're sitting in there, and all of a sudden, like my eyes just feel like you ever seen a laser grid. Just seemed like my eyes went laser grid mode. Never had that happen. So it kind of I blinked to try to get it to go away, and when I finally opened my eyes back up. I jumped backwards because there was this full bodied white apparition about the same size as him standing next to him. And I was like, Man, this dude is right next to you. I see a full bodied apparition. He's like, Yeah, he's standing right here next to me and has been talking about him standing there with him the whole time. And I fully saw this apparition. I, same height as him, mm-hmm. everything. And I have never seen it. I jumped fully back.
1: Yeah. We had one other person see him too for the first time. In their lives and, and she kept talking about it and she was just she just kept sitting there going I can't believe this my whole world has changed right and you know.
2: was it in a different place um, and, or a different aberrationtion we're thinking
4: this one would have been in room I think 316 um I don't want to say what they call that room because we learned that this, the man in there just not like it but if you've ever been to FCI you kind of probably know what room I'm talking about but yeah he was very adamant that he didn't want to be called that name. And it was very comfortable with the medium that was there. So that was pretty neat. Yeah.
2: So you saw a man?
4: Oh, it was definitely a man. The height of it, the shape, the build, everything. It was definitely a man.
2: Do you want to explain it? What you saw?
4: Um, I would put him at about 5'10", 5'11". So very tall. Very tall. Um, kind of a more muscular build at the top. And like I couldn't see his face. It was just kind of like a white full body silhouette, but that is the first time even with they keep saying I need to say it with my psychic abilities to actually physically see somebody standing in front of me instead of just kind of having that thought. It's the first time I've ever seen somebody physically in front of me before. It's
1: kinda of neat. It is life changing. It is. <laughs> it is
2: life changing. Yeah, it is. That's why I do this right now, because <laughs> I saw it and that put me on the right what what is this and why does this happen?
1: Yeah, right. We yeah. did have another experience where all of us were investigating together. Um, Haley was doing the Estes method, which is, you know, she explained she's blindfolded and has um, headphones on that it's green noise, not white it noise, is it's green to under- noise to know. understand. Um, we're scanning radio stations and the uh, spirits can use the electronics to be able to communicate and put their voice through So we're sitting there and we're doing that and the other medium is going through some kind of an experience, he said, where he lost some time and channeled somebody who asks, why are you looking around the room. And he was looking around the room. And I remember at one point he caught me and stared at me for, it was really intense for several seconds. I mean, it's, it's dark but we had a little light because we had some equipment and stuff going, that was putting out some light into the room. And all of a sudden his face changed. It just blurred out and kind of swirled around and his face changed. And one of the other girls that was with us was taking pictures and took pictures of him. I think five or six pictures at that time. And his face was blurry and swirly in the pictures. Hmm. So she captured what I had seen that freaked me out seeing his face change. (laughs) So what I really think it was was something Probably in between me them, right? Because I don't think his face physically changed.
4: Yeah, so I guess a uh, good way of saying this, we had three different ways of communication that could have happened. So you have your psychic medium, you have the spirit box, and you have me doing the Estes method. Because what we did was we linked in mm-hmm. to the spirit box and to the SB7. So I would have the Estes method going and I would be saying what was coming through. And whatever I couldn't pick on would come out of the spirit box. So yes. there's three different methods of communication there. So that's kind of neat. that We also had happened. the flashlight.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. you guys had the flashlight oh, yeah. too. And, the, flashlight yeah, and had... the cat
1: ball. And the rim and pods. Yes. And the shadow. So the maybe there's
3: more. Yeah. The rim pods didn't go off in that room, but the flashlight and the cat balls did.
1: Yeah, there was one point when I saw a shadow come out of an adjacent room and go behind the other medium. And when that happened, all of a sudden the cat ball that was on the floor behind him was. So And he said at the, that same time, was, ooh, I got really cold. So there was three things that happened together that made perfect sense. And poor Haley was under the Estes. For like an the, hour. Yeah. We, we finally <laughs> scared her to death trying to pull her out. My we, off. We, we, just,
3: we just kept on letting you go because we were getting so much activity. Yeah.
4: I can always tell when you guys are getting some kind of responses because I'm sitting there like, man, I've been under this thing for a while.
1: That must be getting some good responses. Okay. <laughs> and she's sitting next to me. You know, she's talking about how she was picking up things on the spirit box and in the, in the portal doing two different things, mm-hmm. which are all connected to one thing, which is what's crazy. But she's sitting next to me so I could hear what's going on in the speakers because it's very loud. That, you know, That's why she can't hear us. But I could right. hear from sitting next to her. And what was coming through there was different than what was in the portal. Right. And at times Haley would say a word and then it would come through the portal. Yeah. So she was ahead of it, which was crazy. Yeah. But that was a wild experience. That whole I'm glad it happened to you guys. (laughs) It happened to you too. You just didn't know know it. (laughs) But when it was time to to bring her out, I reached over and I like touched her back. Scared the crap out of her. She threw her hat off. And well, I'm used to AJ to,
4: like doing that yeah. tap or something, you know, you I, like little bitty fingers. Like Whoa.
2: I never know what to do because it. I mean, I've done it before, and I've done the, right. and I know it doesn't it scares the shit out of me every time. Every time, me. So I try not to. Right,
4: know. I'm fine if yeah. somebody hits me hard, but it was like a little tickle. Somebody touched my back. Oh, so,
2: what is that?
0: <laughs> so
1: I was Smack trying her to next reach time. Smack her. She <laughs> was just that of reach.
0: Hydra Publications is your one stop for the best in genre fiction. Secrets and Blood is the debut horror novel from Dewey Hensley. Evangeline Grace, the sheriff in a small town, eastern Kentucky coal mining county, longs to start a new life in another place. However, present and past evils conspire to jeopardize her plans and end the lives of those she loves, including her brother Sheldon, whom she promised to protect, drugs, and her beliefs stand in the way of identifying a notorious Highlander in time to live her dream. However, menace reaches for Madison County's past.
1: Do you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of Energetic Healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, We utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help you in your healing process. To learn more about energetic healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit. Welcome back to Weirdos in the Wild. Before we return to our program, AJ and I would like to take a moment to remember my brother, John Tencher, co-founder of Beyond This Life Paranormal, and Alan Oxley, AJ's father. Both passed away just before we recorded our first episode. Each and every episode going forward, from this one on, will be in remembrance of them. Thank you.
2: All right, we're back and we appreciate our sponsors that help us keep this going. So, the girls did one other investigation uh, without me, but this one uh, may turn into a long-term investigation for us, and we hope it does. Uh, We're not going to... It is a personal residence, so we cannot give you a whole lot of details about uh, what and where, or... No, about where, but we can give you the what.
4: Well, we can't say it is in Kentucky. It
2: is in Kentucky. It is in Kentucky.
1: And it is along the river. Because that have an effect? A very big
2: effect. So, yeah. yes, we have the water effect, if the if you um, if you know what that is. As they said, I, I was not there, and I have intentionally not heard about this on purpose. I want to know firsthand, or this is my firsthand knowledge of it, because we are going to do, like we said, a long-term, we want to kind of get into this. Um, I think the girls got some questions they want to throw at me since I wasn't there.
4: Oh, well, we have a lot of questions. All right. So I guess we can start this by saying as soon as we walked in, we brought out our equipment. And we sat it on the mantle that was in the room. And the owners of the house come through and we walked outside with them. As soon as we walked outside, the red flag goes off. Not even five minutes after mm-hmm. we set it up. Um, and when we first arrived, we, me and Lynn both felt like there was a female presence in there. She saw... This one on the bottom floor, I saw it up in the windows. We I felt like we got out of the car. Right before we even got out of the car. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of neat. And on top of that, it was a full moon night. Yeah. So, so makes it even more active, you would assume. <laughs> um, so we had We had some weird, ex- I
1: personally had some weird experiences there. Yeah. Um, more so than them two, I think. Um, but we did have, when we set up the REM pod, I put a motion detector in there too. The motion detector, went motion off detector too. went off. Yeah,
2: the same time. the same same time. The
3: mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you guys want to talk about um what you all uh, thought first well, before we get into my stuff? I want to give them
3: a little bit of background on Here the house. Go. Yeah. So this house, like we said, is on the river, and it was built in it's either 1852 or 1859. Is when this house was built. It's pretty much the original house. There has been some add-ons to it, but the original house is still there in the same structure that it was when it was
1: built. Yeah, with these great big baseboards that are like foot tall. I mean, these old fireplaces, are feet, yeah, you know, tall. It's plaster.
3: Yeah, you know, it's gorgeous. Uh, from what I've been told, that it also was used as a Hospital
1: during the Civil War. During the Civil during War, the Civil
3: War uh, there was a doctor that lived there.
4: Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: So I just wanted to give you a little bit of background on the house.
4: So it does have some history. It does have some history. So I guess we had decided to do our live. Um, we had hooked up our spirit box, and I did not feel comfortable doing the SDs. and that's something that's not common. Um, so I said we're just going to use the spirit box, whatever we had. The rim pods in there, we had our mel meter going at the same time. Um, so we weren't getting a whole lot of action coming out through the spirit box, and it was just completely dead, which is weird. We normally get a couple words come through. I was struggling getting it to work. Um, we get some sounds, but nothing made any sense. Yeah, nothing yeah. made any sense. I'm standing there inside the the entryway, and see what looks like a shadow staring out the window towards the back of the house. So I asked, are you standing in the window towards the back of the house? And I think we got a quick response of a yes at mm-hmm. some point. I'm like, well, what are you staring at? And it says lake. Huh? Turns out there is a lake behind the house.
2: So it was as if it, a person was was inside or outside? Inside. inside. inside, inside. looking outside. Yes. Walking
4: okay. out the full moon. Okay. Right. So... That happened. So, completely quiet again, not too much going on. So, we decide we want to step outside to go get a look at the full moon because it was almost in peak at that time. Um, Still on the live during this time, so you guys can go back and watch this. Um, I step out of the threshold, they step out of the threshold. Spirit box goes chatty, just constant chatter. We're listening to it. We're like, okay, well, let's go back inside dead again. So I step outside, and we get a response, and it says witch. I said jokingly on the line. I said, Are "You call me a witch because I have red hair." And I don't remember
1: what they said after that. And she said, "Do you like my red hair?" Yeah. And it, plain as day, I don't. I, I do voice clear. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So then I
4: said, "Do um, you, you want me to step back outside?" So I step back outside. And it starts it says, goodbye, goodbye, demon. It's, it's, I heard it's, demon. A a it said goodbye, goodbye, demon. Yeah. So we're going through and they're talking. It comes back through. I'm in the building again and it goes, pocket, rocks. And I said, what kind of rocks? Worry stones. I had two worry stones in my front right pocket. So whatever this is. Particularly does not care for me, apparently, because I have red hair and I'm a witch and had some marine stones. So we decided to pack it up and leave. Not so much, you know, because of fear for me, but as a respect for them having me, not wanting me there, we decided to pack up and leave. So we can't really explain <laughs> what happened with that. So I don't know if you have any insights or what you think about that.
2: So I got. I guess a couple questions.
4: Okay.
2: Um, so it was almost like that when you all walked out the door. It wanted you to come back.
4: It wanted Linda Melissa to come back, not
2: me. Um. Yeah. For some reason, I mean, we had that happen in Tennessee at the jail where when we would go away from the jail cell floors everything would go crazy as if it wanted us to come back. Mm-hmm.
4: Right. So I
2: wonder if that's not the same situation where, obviously, I mean, your hair is not red, red either.
4: No, it's, it is, it's not.
2: not. So I don't want people to know. It's not like she's got bright red hair. Or it's no, it's like McDonald's. McDonald. It's no. like
4: naturally no. red. Yes. Yeah. But, it was the natural. but
2: you saw something on the first floor and you saw something on the second. The second floor. floor. So what, was, what did you see on the second floor?
4: Well, when we were pulling in, it wasn't like I physically saw it. It was like in my guess, your third eye, is what you would call it. Um, I saw a woman just standing out in the window, looking out the window. And at that time, I didn't realize that that was a widow's, um, what do they call it? Widow's peak in a house? Yes, yes.
2: Um,
4: but that's where I saw her standing. And I did not know that that was even up there until the homeowner brought us upstairs. And she said that she was particularly drawn to that one point when they bought the house. Yeah. Did you was spend much time
2: upstairs? Did not. No. None at all. Was, the per, the, what you saw looking out the window, looking at the lake.
4: It was a
1: male.
2: It was a male. It was a male. Okay. So we know there's at least two different. Yeah,
1: and we were getting male and female voices oh.
2: on, the, on the portal. So you but think it there was were multiple clear, males or multiple females?
4: Maybe one of each. One of each. And the, I'm like I can't
1: pinpoint of, I got the impression that it was different time periods. Different time periods, okay. And, you know, the only reason why we really left is because, you know, what it was saying was making Haley feel uncomfortable. And we felt like whatever was there probably didn't like witchcraft or, you know, thought Haley was a witch or something. So we, we were, like, out of respect because, you know, she felt that they were really uncomfortable with that that we would leave. Right. And just so everybody
3: knows, we are the very first – team or anybody that has ever, ever investigate, investigate that right.
4: house. So you're dealing with the unknown. So for something to be so intelligent enough to uh-huh. know that I have right red hair, that I had rocks in my pocket, that's a whole new ball game to us. We're not used to having something so yeah. easily picked
1: up on. And, you know, the fact that it just said a demon. And I said, I said, I don't want to say what I just heard, right? And yeah. Haley said, well, now you've got to. I heard it say a demon and going back and listening to it, you can hear it plain as day say a demon, a demon. So we're like, I don't know if they're calling us a demon or they are a demon or there's a demon there. So that was another thing that kind of had us a little uneasy and we're like, okay, maybe we should just step away and come back with AJ (laughs) where we have a male presence because that makes Haley feel better with the Estes method.
2: We're going back. Well, so let me ask you this real quick. Okay. Along that same line. So, y'all felt uncomfortable but did you feel threatened
1: not at all
4: not at all all. which was kind of odd i mean as soon you all know i love doing the estes method and i kept telling him i'm not doing the estes method tonight it's not and this is before any of this happened so now for that to happen i don't know if i had a friend on the other side and i'm sure i did that was making it to the point where this is not a safe environment for you to do this right now don't do it right and i'm sure that John probably played a part in
1: that, but that's kind of how it felt that whatever it was was going to block anything from happening that night. And like Missy said, we're the first people that have been there. They need to know, number one, we respected the fact that they were uncomfortable and we left. Right. Right. So that way, when we come back, hopefully we could start to build some level of trust with the spirits that are there. Right. And maybe get them to communicate more with us. And, um, you know, Haley, she mentioned she was uncomfortable. Doing the Estes method without you because you always stand next to her or behind her and help her feel more grounded and right and um, more secure in that. So it's like okay, we just kind of dabbled in. They know that we were there with good intentions and we just truly wanted to communicate and that we were respectful. So now we, you know, like I said, we feel like we can go back and start to to build that relationship. You Being jump. the only team that gets to go there, right? Is is exactly. Yeah.
2: Let me ask you all this too because I didn't know anything about this place. The only thing I knew was where it was located. I looked it up on Google maps. I told Lynn this mm-hmm. I said something about the, that property, right? Just me looking at that property told me something there was not, not even maybe the house, but something around it.
4: I Yeah. I think you can have a lot of outside contamination. Um, that could be even messing with the equipment. Um, Just you have all this going on, and you can manipulate equipment. It can make you feel uneasy. It can, you know, there's no telling what is being pushed out from that power plant. Yeah. So So we went
1: around with the EMF stuff, and and we didn't pick up anything. Yeah. Right. Because we thought, okay, if it's if that's really high, and we experience anything, then you know, it could be the 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 amount of EMF in the area that's making us feel that way. But there wasn't. There wasn't.
2: And there's no, and what I understand, there was no no power no water None, nothing, nothing 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 like yeah, that the
1: yeah the power was off to the house so okay. nothing in there would interfere right i mean
4: we had phones dying <laughs> yeah. so we we had no communication at that point once everything started dying we were on our own so, so yeah. that's
2: another thing then so you had power drain from the equipment
4: mm-hmm. yeah yeah um i know the next time that we go i we're going to do an experiment i personally am going to we're gonna take a box or something and put a random object in it. And if it's smart enough to know what's in my pocket, maybe it's smart enough to tell us what's in that box. And if that's the case, we will know that we're dealing with an intelligent spirit at this point.
2: So did you get anything that would have clued you into maybe that male was the doctor or something of that nature? No. Nothing. No. No.
3: But we do know that the previous owners, owner, I was a male, and he still has clothes hanging.
4: In that and room that I saw, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, where the guy where she saw the this, guy. Is that person past? Yes. Okay.
4: Yeah. So, I mean, that's a factor in it, too. Especially since I picked up there was different time areas. The female is definitely older than the male.
1: Yeah. From
2: from an different, older time yes. period? From an older time oh, okay. period. Yeah.
4: I would yeah. almost put her
1: at one, maybe the, one of the original owners of yeah, I was thinking late 1800, early 1900. Yeah, easily. So, yeah. yeah. And and probably very religious. We were picking up both Haley and I felt like she was very religious. Very religious. might be why she didn't like Haley with the rocks in her pocket, the crystals. You know, yeah. and I was thinking of her as a witch. Right. right <laughs> Red hair, pale
4: skin. You know, when we comes out at night, no, you know, full you know. moon. We were talking about, you know,
1: dancing naked in the, you know, in the <laughs> moonlight, <laughs> which we would not have done, but you know, on the, camera. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we were having fun. Not on the
2: live. Yeah, not on the live. That's a different life.
1: <laughs> that's a different. <laughs> um. I
4: was gonna say, catch us on our
2: OnlyFans. Give us
4: <laughs> some stars on Facebook. <laughs>
2: I guess the only uh, the other question I had was, um, you know, you said there was a, you know, there was a belief that there had been that had been a civil war hospital. But do you think that it could have something could have been because of? You know, obviously, if it was, there was bad things that have happened there, and people yeah. have passed, and more than likely. You think it could have been tied to that? I've
4: never got the sense of any negative energy in there at all. I mean, even with it coming through at some point, it was just, I never once felt threatened the whole time. And the
1: homeowner, that might be what, is that what you were getting ready to say? But the homeowner that, um, I think it was her daughter or friend or somebody, walked in the front door and felt a woman hug her. It was the homeowner. It was was, the homeowner. Okay, I couldn't remember who Mm -hmm. she said. But she said she felt a woman hug her. Right, Which it was is why very she welcoming. wanted to buy the house. Yeah, right. I think that
3: when you keep, when you're asking if we felt anything negative, I don't think it was so much negative that it was no one's ever done this before. Right. So like it's almost like they didn't know how to. Yeah, right. Handle it. Was it was
2: almost like, "What are y'all doing here?" kind of thing,
3: huh? Yeah, right. Like, you yeah. Know, like, you know, right. get get out. Like
4: so. That's where I was having a conversation with one of our friends about this in the paranormal field. And they were saying that maybe since I saw the lady in the window and I do have my psychic medium abilities. And since I physically saw her and being one of the first few people, that she's probably like picking on me in particular because I was able to see her. And she's probably
1: never been able to be seen by anybody before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, we, yeah. And we have a little trouble with the equipment because nothing was happening with the equipment mm-hmm. and you know I feel like if we did a better job of coming in saying hey here's how this works you got to come touch this which I, we did do with the rim pod we did and so we did get that reaction on the rim pod when the owner came in and I really feel like they love her you know? yes so
2: they're familiar with her right
1: mm-hmm. and I do know when we were packing up um, to leave we just kind of threw everything in the box and Left pretty quick because we didn't want to hang around and be disrespectful. But when I was picking up the and turning off the motion sensor in one room, it, the other one that I had in the room where we saw the shadow person went off. Right. So they didn't know it because, you know, when I first picked up this one, it was making all the noise. But I had it turned off and that one was making noise, but they didn't know it, which one it was. Yeah. And I'm like, it's the one in the other room. <laughs> so I felt like something went through there
4: something definitely
1: did yeah yeah but we both we felt i mean it was like touching my arm like rubbing my hand
4: oh yeah it that happened to me it felt
1: like something was yeah. touching that's when in. we first went in it was like hi you know yeah. it, it was kind of it was real light it was crazy but, but we had that and then we had the emf <laughs> when we first went in at the it's like it's going crazy it's going crazy. It's right here. I feel her and it's going crazy. And then I realized it was my phone in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. So, um, something
4: that we're going to try to start doing with the, um, beyond this life thing is showing that you, that we do debunk things. Mm-hmm. Um, I did do that on the live and showed where I was broadcasting on the live, turned the EMF detector on, held it away. It has a zero, brought it close to the phone. It lit up red right yeah. away. So that's something that we have to keep in mind a lot. And I know, they probably get tired of me saying it. I'm like, your phones are setting it off. It's like, not evidence. It's your phone. Right. And I sound like John would have, but we are definitely going to debunk something if we can debunk it. Like right. the picture that I got at FCI, you know, it looked like two glowing eyes. And I was like, I didn't see anything reflective in there. But when I went back in there, there's an AC thing in there that was clearly yeah. reflective. So
1: easy to debunk that yep. if you yeah. can. And it's, it's the ones that you can't. The ones but that you, you can't, no like a full-bodied blood.
4: apparition in front of you that you can't see, you know. Yeah. Um, being able to tell me I had worry stones in my pocket, you can't,
1: <clears throat> cannot debunk that. Yeah.
2: Yes, we have a great debunker on our team. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. not with us tonight? But she's been on vacation. But overseas. she is definitely our debunker and and uh, a true scientist. Yeah. With her education
1: degree in physics so
2: she's a lot smarter than all well at least me. I don't
1: know well, she's smarter than so me she's too. smarter than me yeah. so,
2: so becca we miss you and you are our expert when it comes to that so.
1: yeah and we send her stuff even if she's not with us yeah. she's getting ready to move away which breaks my heart but we'll, we'll send her stuff and say hey what do, you, what do you think of this and she'll say oh it's that or, yeah. or i i don't know she's been able to do that too like, yeah i just don't know so we're glad to have her on the team
2: so, anything else happened before you all decided to head out that evening? I don't think so. Well, the road out.
1: No, yeah, the <laughs> yeah, road out was terrifying. We went out a different way than we went in, and we shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. Because middle of the night, full moon hanging over us, and you come over a hill, and you think the road is going to go over the hill mm-hmm. in front of you, and no, it went that way. So, it's like, <laughs> I'm throwing Haley around in the
4: back <laughs> Even though it was my idea because I'm familiar with the area. I'm like, oh, it's fine. Go up this way.
1: Don't, it wasn't. Don't, don't follow my <laughs> don't directions. <look> <laughs> don't do it. But, you know, that was probably the most terrifying thing of the whole night. think. Trying to get back out of there.
4: Right. With very little cell phone uh, bars. Yeah. Because our phones were dying.
1: Yeah. So it's like if, we're, if we go off the road, we can't call for help. Nope. <laughs> but we made it. My my awesome driving skills, even though I miss exits every now and then. Uh, we'll keep you.
2: <laughs> well, it sounded like it was, uh, you know, even though you're there a short time, it was very active. Yeah, you guys got some some good good evidence too. It sounds like
4: we so, were only really there for what two yeah, and a half hours, uh, three I think. seven, seven, seven to two thirty. 30. Yeah. yeah.
2: I hope we go back. I, I think you guys want to go back. I definitely want to go back. And it would be great if we could make this kind of a long-term thing since we kind of have access to this. It's the only group. so
1: Yeah. And they, They've said they would let us hunt anytime we want, and they're trying to find us other locations, too. These people are fantastic people. So if you're listening to our podcast, we love you.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, I hope you all have enjoyed um, tonight's episode. We've got a lot more stuff coming up, so um, it'll be lynn and i but also we're going to have missy and haley with us a lot going forward as we've got um, definitely got some more stuff planned and some more locations we're going to hit and um, we've got more to to go to, and hopefully a lot of exciting places and a lot of things we can tell you so
1: yeah. we got a lot on our calendars
2: that's right
1: a little bit of a break in front of us but then we got a lot on our calendars
2: and hopefully That'll we'll be fun. able to share some of this with you and Um, take you along for the ride so all right all right take us home
1: all right thanks for listening everybody and keep it weird y'all
2: thank you for joining us at weirdos
1: in the wild please show us some love and support on our patreon account at weirdos in the wild like us on all of our social media and if you've had an experience you'd like to share with us visit our site at weirdosinthewild.com until next time Keep it weird,
0: y'all. Hydra Publications is your one stop for the best in genre fiction. Secrets and Blood is the debut horror novel from Dewey Hensley. Evangeline Grace, the sheriff in a small town, Eastern Kentucky coal mining county, longs to start a new life in another place. However, present and past evils conspire to jeopardize her plans and end the lives of those she loves, including her brother Sheldon, whom she promised to protect. Drugs, feuds, and her beliefs stand in the way of identifying a notorious Highlander in time to live her dream. However, menace reaches for Medicine County's past.
1: Do you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of energetic healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation and sound healing to address these issues and help you in your healing process. To learn more about energetic healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in to schedule an appointment, Mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit.